Do you work on a remote team all over the country? Do you have friends and family just too far away to visit? Are you struggling to connect communities that are never in the same place? Introducing TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. The classic pub trivia experience with all of your friends and colleagues, but from the comfort of your own home or office. Designed for 6 to 60 players with question types built to encourage teamwork and collaboration. One of our live MCs runs the entire 75-minute experience, so you don't have to do anything except for show up, bring a drink, and get ready for some fun. TriviaThrowdownOnline.com. Book your free demo and get a quote today. Listen to some Howard Stern on the way in. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Well, CM, welcome to the Craft Beer Mafia show. How are you this evening? I am super excited to be here. It's been a while, Mark. It's been a while. Yeah, dude, you've been out and about and traveling, and I want to talk, and I want to hear about what you've been doing lately. So excited to hear about your trips, because you got to go to beautiful Viva Las Vegas. Yeah. And uh, you've done some speaking speaking engagements recently. Yeah. Um, first time, did a little speaking engagement with a local um, homebrew club here in Richmond called MASH. It's a beautiful time of year. Uh, we It was 90 degrees today. Was it really? It was hot. I don't even think I went outside. Did you go out? Have you... <laughs> you know your work day is hard when you haven't even gone outside. <laughs> this is the way I started my day. But, dude, it was beautiful. And, uh, and beautiful weather led me to think about what kind of style we would talk about. I think one of the my funnest conversations with you was after my trip to uh, a trip home to Chicago land and drove up to Wisconsin and yes. uh, went and visited New Glarus. Yes. And other than, of course, that it was July 4th weekend, so I had to pick up some strawberry rhubarb. Of course. And, you know, I had to go to, I had to, go to the Hy-Vee in Madison, Wisconsin, in like the corner of the grocery store. Okay. And lo and behold, they've got like three, four packs left of strawberry rhubarb. I'm like, yes, this is gold. <laughs> and then they have a Belgian red, and I love the Belgian red because yes. it's like drinking maraschino cherry juice. Oh, my gosh. Um, but then the, the the pinnacle is like the lawnmower beer is their spotted cow. Such a good crushable beer. Yeah, my, my lawnmower beer of choice is is New Glarus's spotted cow. Right. And then a farmhouse ale. Loved it. Um, love that That's conversation. Yeah. Huh. Cause yeah. So how do you define huh. a lawnmower beer? So, huh. <laughs> I guess my, my instant would go to just something light crushable. I thought it was typically like, like a lager style, but maybe. Well, you ever heard the legend of huh. the, uh, of the farmhouse ale? No, no, no. I have not heard this. I like a good sour and I was reading up on the Flanders red. And as I was reading through styles, the farmhouse ale style was a lower ABV beer that wasn't quite as heavy that allowed someone who was working in the farm, working in the fields during the day to drink a beer or three at lunch and not go back to work in the afternoon and be completely schlitzed and still allow them to go back to work. So the farmhouse ale was a beer that could be drank at lunch that wouldn't like slow down productivity. So that that's a lawnmower beer to me. I grew up in like an acre and a half and my dad drove like this. I don't even know if we had a John Deere or it was probably green or a hand-me-down mm. type of like riding lawnmower. And that would be my dream would be to sit there on that lawnmower with a lawnmower beer. There you go. 
you know, just being like, yeah, or something yeah. to crush on a hot day. <laughs> After I've gone outside, I've mowed the lawn. I'm yep. sweaty. You know, you've got the sweat down to here. You've got grass clippings in your hair. I was like, dude, I just want to sit down. I'm going to have a beer. That's right. And I'm not going to grab a stout. No, no. Sours, ghosts, a little. Uh, refreshing. Light body. You know, you know, yeah, that's that's pretty much what you want. Right after sweating it out on the lawn. <laughs> it's not Gatorade. It's not being helpful, but at least, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. Exactly. It's be extra good. It's going to be uh, extra good right now. Yeah, you want something a little bit better than water, you know? You know, it's, it's like, I want something nice, light body. It's not going to weigh me down. Just feel good about life right after, you know, doing this arduous task of mowing the lawn. Yeah, I think one of the coolest conversations I've had with somebody in the last couple of years was there's a guy at work and he comes up and we well, we were having a conversation and he goes, you know what the best day to mow the lawn is? Mm, okay. uh, what's your guess? What would you say would be the best day to mow the lawn? Friday. Thursday. Thir- okay, why is it He Thursday? goes, all right, so here's what you do is you get home Thursday after work and the first thing you do is you mow the lawn, right? So then when you get home on Friday... And it's like, oh, the grass is done. It looks good. Maybe you did angles. You know, maybe you boxed out. I don't know. Maybe you put the big letter M in the front. But then you can just <laughs> sit there, grab a beer, look at your lawn, and be like, dude, I don't have to, I don't have to mow the lawn this weekend. I did a Thursday night. Wow. Thursday wow. night's the best night to mow to mow your lawn. Thursday you set it up real nice for Friday and the weekend so you can sit back mm-hmm. and enjoy those lawnmower beers. Without actually having to do any work, <laughs> it's staring at my, it's staring at the lawn beer. Staring at the lawnmower beer. Hey, it works. It there works. you go. So uh, I think we like to start every single one of our episodes with pinkies out. That's right, pinkies way out. We got to crack open, crack open some craft beers. Yeah, we're drinking different beers today. What are you we drinking? Are. Um, I'm super excited about my beer today. Beer stat. Logger House, they're out in Denver, and this is the Slow Pour Pills. So this is 16 straight fluid ounces of fresh lager, 4.7 ABV. Now, keep in mind, when we're talking low, low more beers, we're talking low ABVs. We're talking nothing over five and a half, maybe. Okay. So that 4.7 is, is, is right there. It's money. The Slow Pour Pills. Is actually a, a, a type of method to where you allow the head to climb up in that glass very, very slowly. And it should take around seven minutes to pour this full. Yeah. Seriously? So, yeah, I'm not even joking. So this is kind of like a lawnmower beer that's a little more work than usual, but it still falls in that class of lawnmower beer. Not everything in your life needs to be in the damn hurry. Try our northern German-inspired pills. It is strikingly pale, crisp, and bitter. It is softly malty, aromatic, and crushable. So crushable. Key words. Uh, Really, this beer is the reason we brew anything. It takes 30 hours to make this on a brew day. And then we lager it until anyone with any normal sense of perspective would say, enough already. (laughs) <laughs> if you're at the bar it takes a little longer than normal just go with it it's a slow pour for a reason right <laughs> if it gets you without the head above the rim of the glass then we have failed you right i like that so it's how did awesome. you even get connected to this beer so i know some loggerheads um and some crispy boys 
mm-hmm. and I, I I saw them enjoying this beer online a few times, and I'm like, man, this looks really interesting, and I've been slowly getting into that lager land because mm-hmm. I want to kind of understand like why why is this classic style coming back, and it's really cool to see that the craft version of a pilsner. Crispy Boy Lawnmower Beer. It's, it's just so much more flavor there. It's yeah. nothing like we used to drink back in the day. That That's what really got me. And, and these labels are really, really cool. I, I'm drawn in by the labels. It, it, it looks it looks like quality. And then the story behind the, the slow pour, um, that's awesome. So, like, I enjoyed one of these. They have a Hells as well. A Hellas as well. I had posted a picture on Instagram tag those guys and they they actually commented a little bit i'm like yeah you know um i've been working on my slow pour it took about you know six seven minutes and they're like that's perfect you need to come visit the brewery next time i'm like shoot i will i will visit the brewery next time <laughs> i love denver's such a cool town man i've only gotten to experience the airport and that was an awesome airport <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, it, it's a decent airport. When you get out of the airport, it's yeah. a, what's interesting is the airport is so far outside the city that uh, you're like, wait a second, the line from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I thought the Rockies would be more rocky than this, exactly. Because you're like, wait, there's nothing but flatland here, and the like the mountains look miles away. Yes. Um, and then once you actually get into the city itself, and if you get up into the mountains, it's fantastic. I've heard. I've always wanted to go there too. And apparently, they have like the healthiest people there too. Like every, everyone there is like outdoors person. Well, you're up at altitude, so like fat people like me can't survive. But you love it. <laughs> I am down ten pounds since we started this podcast. That's freaking awesome, man, dude. I mean, well, you know, I count the beers, I count everything, try to yeah. like, all right, put on way too much weight during uh, quarantine. I'm trying, right, to get, right. I'm trying to get it back, get Here it back off. I want to know the name of the the brewery once again. Let's beer stat lager house. That is. I had to look up how to, how to pronounce it. I believe it's beer stat. And lager house is with the H-U-S. That's right. So you got to go German style, you know? Absolutely, man. I grew up in uh, northern Illinois, Chicagoland area, going up to Wisconsin. There's a lot of houses. Houses. Uh, H-A-U-S. <laughs> lager house. Lager house. All the good stuff. Landjaeger. You ever heard some Landjaeger? It's like uh, smoked dried meat. No, I never oh, had so that before. Good. So good. It like they have a little stick and then they just have two pieces of the dried meats hanging over it. Okay, I've oh, seen yeah. that before. It's like the greatest beef stick you've ever had. I've seen that before. All right, so my my beer, I went over to the local uh mom and pop beer store, which I think everybody needs to visit their local mom and pop beer store. Yeah, and um, whether you're here in Richmond, Virginia with us, I went to DeFleece Winkle. That's right. The Wink. The Wink. DeFleece Winkle. Whether you're in St. Louis, you go to uh, Beer Sauce. Beer uh, Sauce. I told you about this one. It is yes. a great beer store. Three locations. Beer, hot sauce, whiskey. And it's Missouri, so they don't have like the same booze rules that we do here in Virginia. Man. So they can like, you could do whiskey samples in like a storefront. You kidding me? Yeah, so like wherever you are, go visit your local mom and pop small business. So I went in and uh, I told the dude, I was like, all right, man, so we're doing a show tonight and I'm looking for some Krispies, mm-hmm. something light. And he's, his instant response is, man, we can't keep those off the shelf. There you go. 
See? He's like, they are flying out of here. So I was like, all right, I'm looking for like some type of like Pilsner or a Hellas or what. So he gave me from uh, Blue Jacket. Out in D.C. Um, this is for the company Hellas Lager. Nice. For the company Hellas, a 5.2 alcohol by volume. It's on the cusp. Well, yeah, it was a stronger one. A traditional, this is a uh, traditional German style pal lager that is step mashed, gently hopped with laurel. Ooh, yeah. L-O-R-A-L. What's that? Laurel hops? Uh, yeah, from Yakima Valley hops, laurel hops. That's what I thought. So for the company by Blue Jacket in Washington, D.C. is a Hellas. Hellas lager. Oh, Hellas lager. Um, 5.2 alcohol by volume. Our traditional German-style pal lager is a step-mashed, gently hopped with laurel hops, matured in our cellar for five weeks, naturally carbonated, crisp, classic, nuanced. For the company is a study of malt and finesse. That's awesome. I didn't listen to your sound, but here's mine. That sounds awesome. Uh, 16 ounce can. There you go. Picked up the whole four pack today. Ooh, wait a minute. What? Um, what glass are you pouring that in? Just this is an old school tulip glass. I picked up at a place called Grumpy Growlers back in the growler phase of the mid 2010s. Southside. They are now out of business. I believe it was a COVID casualty. Yeah, R.I.P. There's not a lot of growler places that have I've seen survive. No, even uh, Growlers to Go took a hit. You know, it's kind of crazy, man. I got a great glass at a place called Growler Guys in Portland, Oregon. Huh. Um, which is actually one of my favorite tulip glasses because it's a little wider at the base. Yeah. You can still feel DeFleece Winkle today. When I went to DeFleece, the wink. Here in town, like you still could get growlers and you could still do growler fills. Mm -hmm. But I think their core business is they have the best sour selection. Oh, they have a great. Yeah, they have a great selection. I love going to the wink. I haven't been in a while. Been preoccupied. A little closer to my house than your house. Yes, it is. You would have been, <laughs> you would have been a little better down there on the south side of town. So what I want to do, let's, uh, why don't you go ahead and I want to hear. Oh, wait, are you done with your pour? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm done with my pour. It's good to go. I was, I was trying to do a seven, giving you seven minutes to pour. So I was really thirsty, and I just, you know, I, I, I did not do the slow pour on this this one. I'm sorry. We did you this broke, pour. In, you broke the cardinal rule. I did. We did this pour in like two minutes. <laughs> so you did a medium pour pills. Pretty much. I get a lot of, I get a lot of malt, light malt. Classic. This is just like a classic Pilsner smell. A classic Pilsner aroma. It just it smells like a beer. I feel like one of the downfalls of the Pilsner or why I think it gets a bad rap is because a lot of the Pilsners that I've had have been in like clear bottles or green bottles. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they've been skunked. That happens. It's too light. And when you get when you get a skunked out Pilsner, I think you get a bad taste in your mouth for what could be which should be a really good beer if it, you know, from this type of style. I remember having like skunked Coronas, Bud Lights, and all that. Ugh, Ro Rolling worst. Rock, Rolling Rocks. Yeah, it's the worst. I even had, I even had a skunked uh, Mickey's. 
a Mickey's grenade. Oh my gosh, I love Mickey's grenades, but um, wow, yeah. I once you get yeah, once you get like a skunked beer, that that just ruins it for you. But let me go ahead and taste this guy. Let me see what the difference is because last time I had it, I had it at the seven minutes. It was great. You're supposed to like allow the head to give it flavor and all this other. Very robust, very robust flavor, but light bodied, crispy, clean. I love it. I love it. You know, I think the lawnmower beer segues pretty well into the crispy boys. Crispy boys. That's B O I S. That's right. Crispy boys. <laughs> the crispy so what boys. Is, what is with the renaissance of the crispy boys? Let's say we hinted at it in our pilot episode to talk about crispies, and I was like, all right, let's talk about that later. So let's bring it back up. Whether it's a, a pilsner, a German style pilsner, a Czech pilsner, That's right. or the Hellas that I've got here. What is with the resurgence of uh, the Crispy Boys? I think everyone's palate has been wrecked recently with just the amount of things you could do with craft beer. Sours, the stouts, continual hazies, milkshakes, things like that, right? I think people are getting a little getting a little bombarded and they want that classic style back. They want yeah. something that they can go ahead and just, you know, drink after uh, mowing the lawn. Or doing some yard work. Yeah. Um, and so I would see that typically like people would go back to just, you know, like cores or Miller Lite or PBR, things like that. And I believe the brewing industry has seen that. They know that, hey, people want to get back to these really cool styles. They want to get back to the classic styles. And most brewers actually they drink crispy boys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it's really cool just to see that resurgence of like a classic style such as this. I think we're, we're getting the, the better product nowadays versus, uh, you know, a decade ago when we would just drink like Miller lights and things like that. And it's nothing wrong with drinking a Miller light. So don't take that, you know, the wrong no, way. But I think you're right. I think, I think people are, or if you look at it from, <clears throat> excuse me, if you look at it from a graph perspective of where people are going with their their flavors, and and you got like high ABV, strong, and then you've got like light and crispy. I think we've gone up for a long time. Right. Pastry stouts, things we've talked about before. Sours are huge, um, and then like now it's time to go back. Yep. And go. What can we do? What can we go back and do to the classic styles? Right. And make them better. So yeah, it comes full circle. And I remember when it was coming back, I was just like, "Why are we getting excited about a lager? Why are we getting excited about a pilsner? What the, mm-hmm. You know, we have all these things going. We have all these these hops. We have, you know, we have these double and triple IPAs. We have some sour. We have some stouts. You guys are getting excited about this pilsner. I was actually kind of late to that um that crispy boy train. Really? And, uh, yeah, I was. I was late to it. But I am fully appreciative of it because I, sometimes I don't want that heavy stuff. I want something nice and light, refreshing, <laughs> crispy. Yeah, I, I mean, I think even if listening to myself on our first pilot episode that I liked strong beers with a ton of flavor. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it doesn't always have to, you know, it doesn't always have to be super strong. Right. It doesn't always have to be a headache tomorrow. Right. And I, God forbid, I look at the calorie content on those. Exactly. And it's like because um, craft beer is, is, is now super normalized and 
um, we we enjoy this beer. Like, you know, we, we enjoy just having like a beer when we come home. And sometimes we can't have that, you know, 10% stout. Hmm. You want to go for something that's quality, tasty, and low on that ABV, but at the same time, craft. These crispy boys, uh, I'm glad to see that it it made its way. Circle back. I was really glad to hear that they're having a hard time keeping them in stock. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, that in itself shows that, like, this this style is, is back, baby. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so mine's a German style Hellas beer. Nice. What, what do you know? What's your What do you know about the Hellas beer? I got to go back to to beer stat actually because, um, I got a Pills and I got a Hellas. Mm-hmm. And you're drinking the Pills. I'm drinking the Pills. That Hellas seems to be more robust and huge on flavor. That is a telltale sign of the difference between Hellas and Pilsner. And Pilsner is going to be a lot lighter than that Hellas did. Than a hell is so. If if you were to take three things and compare them, and you were to take the pilsner mm-hmm. that you have, and you said yeah, there's the hellas, and that's the next step up, right? But then you can go crazy to where we get into IPAs, where there's a ton of flavors and a ton of hops, mm-hmm. and these are a little more simple. How would you compare that in another? Um, how would you compare that? Is there somebody who's like, I don't even understand what you're trying to say. They all taste light to me. Ah, I see. Okay, so let's see. So from like a pilsner, pilsner, I'm expecting very, very light hop flavors. Like I'm not picking up a ton of. You're not gonna pick up a ton of like different characteristics coming from a pilsner. Uh, it's gonna be uh, kind. I don't want to say boring, but it's gonna be kind of boring. Okay, okay. Um, but it's okay. supposed to be that way. It's kind of clean, crispy, boring. You're not going to pick up a ton of different flavors. Now, for the Hellas, that's a, that's that's different. It's also a light, crushable beer. However, it's going to be a lot more robust. You're going to get a lot more hop flavor. A lot more. You're going to pick up those floral notes. You're going to pick that up. And th- that's what makes the difference between the Hellas and the Pilsner. They're going to be the same, you know, kind of same like color, things like that. It's going to be bright. But that is a, it's like a step up. Yeah. We, see, cause we're, we're holding the, the the beers up to the camera right now. It's a beautiful uh, amber light. Uh, is it? Amber may be a little darker than what I'm looking at. Golden. Right. It's going to be like a little golden because mine's golden as well. It's going to be very, very similar in color. However, in taste, totally different. Man, I wish I had a Pilsner here with me so I could taste what you're tasting, but I've got the Hellas. Right. Didn't even realize I stepped up my game tonight. Stepped it up, man. You got a lot more flavor over there. This Pilsner's going to be a, more bland than yours. However, it's doing the job. It's supposed to be nice, light, crispy. And that's what you're going Fantastic. for. That's what I'm going that's what we're for. We're going for refreshing, light, probably not going to be falling down the stairs after one. They're meant to be crushed so that you can keep on with your day. You're not going to be falling down the stairs with these guys unless you're pounding like a case. <laughs> All right. I like that. Let's rewind real quick. You've called these crushable. Yes. Right? So what's your def- what's your definition of crushable? 
Crushable's like you literally like you have a can of beer, right? You just slug that thing down and you crush that beer. <laughs> it's crushable. It's like wow, you just knocked that thing out. You know, it's like, like oh, it, it went down faster than I cracked it open. You know, that's that's crushable to me. <laughs> Got it. All right, I like that. I like that. They're crushable lawnmower beers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Hellas is good. You know, and because. I think it got into the mindset a long time of stouts, IPAs, mm-hmm. sours, gosa, over-the-top flavor. But right. I guess we can't always go back to Flaming Hot Cheetos. Right. <laughs> it can't always be over-the-top flavor. Sometimes exactly. you just need to go back to regular Cheetos right? and go, wow, these Cheetos are good, man. And they, they've done a nice <laughs> job with these Cheetos making them, taking what was out there. Right. And now I've got like a, I've got a craft Cheeto. Exactly. That's not flaming hot. <laughs> I love that analogy. <laughs> a craft Cheeto. That is amazing. <laughs> I was like, how can I, how can I compare this in some other way? No, so I can kind of see where my mind is going beautiful. with these. That is beautiful. A we craft Cheeto. The problem is, is if you go eat like flaming hot Cheetos and your mouth is burning and they're so intense you go back to the other one you're like maybe in your mind you're like i don't taste the flavor here but you got to remember right what it was like the first time you had that cheeto damn dropping all these bombs right now <laughs> so stupid no that makes a lot of sense i love that that's that's how you break it down damn i'm over here talking like oh no you gotta get the robust uh get the robust like flavor uh, you know you get more uh here and there <laughs> nah it's flaming hot cheeto bam you got it i love it mark (laughs) this is what my beer should look like um i'm showing a picture of the can look at that 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 head is coming over the glass at the top it almost looks like whipped cream right on top that it's so high we call that the meringue really are you serious really what kind of glass is that what's the style of that glass so that's like a it's a classic pilsner Okay. Pills and style. You want to get a nice tall glass. That's why I selected a nice tall glass here. I wanted to go a little wide with this one. I should have went a little skinny. I have um I have a skinnier pilsner glass that would allow for that head. So I learned a little bit about like what beers should go in which glasses, things like that. And so pilsners definitely need to go in that tall skinny. Why tall skinny pilsner versus a wider tulip glass? For the Pilsner, you definitely want to go ahead and this is going to be all, all visual. You want that tall skinny uh, to display that beer and that head retention. Um, it, it's, it plays along nicely with the carbonation as well. That's a big, big deal for Pilsner. So that's why they recommend a tall skinny like this guy. This one's crushable. Th- these are good. These are good. These are crushable. And... um. You know, you mentioned last time how you you brewed your own uh, cider. I did, yep. In the past, and you've been recently asked to speak at a homebrewers club. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear a little bit about that. So that like, was that was that was awesome. Yeah, I was asked to speak to uh, to Mash, their local club here in Richmond. Uh, Mash stands for Mentoring Advanced Standards of Homebrewing. Take this stuff very very seriously. And um, so I was asked to speak about diversity and inclusion within craft beer. Okay, yeah. 
And I thought that was awesome because, uh, first of all, um, I, I, I try and be, I try and be very active with promoting diversity. That's, that's part mm-hmm. of the brand. Um, and, and I want to make a positive change in the world. So it was really cool to be, you know, at least recognize like, oh yeah, hey, I noticed that you've been doing this. Can you please speak on this um, to our club? We feel like it's a very important topic. So I immediately was like, yeah, absolutely, not a problem. Um, so I did that um, earlier earlier this month, um, I'm going to say a couple weeks ago maybe, and it, it was fantastic. Um, I got to try a bunch of new homebrew, got to meet some people. That yeah. was cool. And they gave me the floor to speak on it. We, we talked about different topics here and there. Um, and, but basically about the importance of diversity and inclusion within craft beer, but also how that plays a part within our entire community. Actually, the country in general, because if more people took the time to understand one, one another, we wouldn't yeah. have so many of these issues that we already have within you know, our, our country. So, um, I just, you know, I just uh, talked more about that. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was great. What is that audience? What's the diversity of that audience? Um, So... <clears throat> is there diversity there in that audience? Just very, very little diversity. Because, I mean, we, we spoke about that, too. We spoke about, you know, how there's only about 2 to 4% of black-owned breweries in America, period, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And, you know, um, so we spoke on that, talked about, you know, how I was, how I'm an advocate for change, um, the importance, like I said, the importance of diversity and inclusion, how that ties in with our society in itself. Uh, basically, like, you know, how we need to be stewards of change, how we need to be more active. We see what's going on. We see you know, the country going in a certain path, how, how can we, you know, change in a positive way? We, we have to actively seek relationships. We have to actively search for diversity, inclusion, things of that sort. So I, I, I brought that up as well. And everyone seemed to be really receptive. Um, the group isn't as diverse as, um, you know, I, I would like it, but that was pretty much the reason why yeah, they were. They wanted me to speak, and that was, and it was awesome to see how receptive everyone was. And they're like, "Yeah, we we want to be more diverse." They actually added uh, a b- black female into the group. She she actually works at one of the breweries, uh, local breweries here. So she was in the group, and there was a few other um, diverse individuals there. Um, so you can see that they actually they want to be better. They want to know how we can help. They had really good engaging questions, ideas. Uh, I left there feeling great about the whole situation. They left feeling great. They invited me to come back and speak some more. So they, they want to actually create a relationship here, which I thought was super, super awesome. Because that, that tells me that, hey, these guys are serious. Yeah. Um, th- they see that there's an issue here that we could be better and they could be stewards of change. So I, I loved it. I love speaking with them. That, that was great. Great experience. Um, I have a second beer that I wanted to crush, and it's from uh, it's from a brewery that I'm a big fan of lately. Oozle Finch. Look at that. Oozle Finch has a Czech Pale Ale. It's called Rear Beer, Real Beer. And speaking of diversity and inclusion, their head brewer is a female. That's right. 
a female chemistry major from Christopher Newport University. Look at that. Local. Uh, Rachel Howard wow. is her name. I, I've not met her, but I'm about to enjoy one of her beers. That's awesome. Oh, you heard that. I heard that crack. So here's my check check pal lager called rear beer. <laughs> beer. Called, called rear, rear beer. Called real beer from Ouzelfinch. And I like Ouzelfinch. Their cans all have the same logo. Yeah. Is that, the, what I guess is that would be an Ouzelfinch. Is, is that a real thing? <laughs> but it's what's behind the Ouzelfinch that's great. I, I did see one today that was called uh, something Teats. And it had a pig on it. And the pig had some uh, whipped Holy cream crap. on its nipples. That's funny. And I was like, I want, I'm, I, we're going to talk about that one someday. All right, since you're having a second beer, I might have a second beer, too. I went to the gym. I'm going to start oh, yeah. to get on my I rode, uh, I rode the bike today. Set my own personal uh, output rec- are record. On, are you on a Peloton now? I did. I, yeah, we, I was going to say Peloton, but yeah. We, <laughs> so I was we got the Peloton. <laughs> we got the Peloton. And no I, set, I set a record today. Um, my highest output number on a 30-minute advanced beginner ride. But I was proud of myself. And my legs friggin' hurt right now. Do this. And we'll talk a little bit about Ouzelfinch. Rachel Howard, chemistry major, uh, she didn't know what she wanted to do with her life. Much like myself mm-hmm. at that time. Then her dad, who works in beer distribution, got her an internship at a local brewery. She fell in love with it, she said. Combined wow. a creative side of brewing as well as the science yep. that goes behind it. Sparked a love in her. That's somebody I'd love to get her an interview and just to understand how she got into the business right? and what she loves about it. And I want to taste some of the delicious beers that she's put Oh, in. yeah. I would love to speak of it. That, that's awesome. And I, that's actually part of the diversity. There's not that many women in beer either, you know? Holla Daily is a gluten-free out in Golden, Colorado, owned mm-hmm. by Karen Hertz. She's big in the women in the beer industry. Oh, very cool. Um, I saw something on her recently. Yeah. Fat Randy is the name of one of their beers. And I was like, oh, I love that name. That's funny. Well, that's all the time we have for the Craft Beer Mafia show today with CM and Mark. We uh, we crushed we crushed some lawnmower beers. We put down some Crispy Boys. We, we supported our local mom and pop bottle shops. Shouts out. Yeah. To the Wink here in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. To Beer Sauce. In St. Louis. That's right. We're going coast to coast in middle America. Mm-hmm. Uh, visit your local bottle shops. Um, support your local businesses. And crush something. Crush it. <laughs> yeah, cr- crush some uh, lawnmower beers this week. I'm going to crush to you. Uh, what are you plugging this week, CM? I am CMBryant.com. The drip shirts are now in. So those will be shipped out. I'm wearing one right now. And I love how they came out. Nice. Oh, it's amazing. And they're comfortable, Looking too. Looking good. Thank Looking you. Good. So that's what I'm plugging right now. And I got, I got so much more. So much more coming soon. We're excited. You can find me on markfriendsandvoice.com. Any of your professional or personal voiceover requests can be uh, executed. Someday I'll write something down and actually have something to to read but best voice in the country best voice (laughs) (laughs) yep you've listened to the craft beer mafia show with cm my name is mark thank you so much for listening please go ahead and uh, find us on anywhere you can find podcasts anywhere 
Now we're on Pandora. This is amazing. This is amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Share us on Instagram. Uh, Find us on Instagram at Craft Beer Mafia RVA. Go visit CM's page at I am CM Bryant on Instagram. Drink responsibly. That's right. There it is. Be a good person. This episode of the Craft Beer Mafia is brought to you by Waterproof Records with Jacob Givens. Join comedian, TikTok star, and storyteller Jacob Givens as he takes you back in time to those face-melting moments with music. Waterproof records are your unsinkable tunes from past and present. Listen to episodes about Siamese Dream, Doolittle by Pixies, the single soundtrack, and more. Find Waterproof Records anywhere podcasts are found.